Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know, Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, hey. Okay. We are talking about recluttering today, how to stop re-cluttering. So this is a short and sweet little episode for you. If you do things like this, you are shifting clutter around your house, never actually getting rid of anything. So you're organizing it, you're moving it to closets, you're moving it to basements, you're stacking it up in boxes, making it look nice, but never really getting rid of anything. Yet you are still accumulating stuff. You're still buying clothes when you need clothes, buying more toys, buying gadgets, um, kitchen, kitchen things, decor, furniture, blankets, socks, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, things are still coming into your house, but you're never actually letting things go. Or maybe 
you are letting things go. You are decluttering things. You are donating things. You are selling things. You are trashing things. But you bring things into your home just as quickly or maybe faster than you declutter and let things go. So I call this the revolving door of clutter. And that just means that things are coming in. There, Things are always coming in and things are always going to be going out. Like that's just always going to happen, especially if you have kids. But if you are in this cycle of like decluttering and reaccumulating very quickly, your revolving door of clutter is just spinning so fast and you need to slow it down, right? Slow it down, get some control, figure out why it's happening. Or if you find yourself just continually buying things that you don't need, and this can be literally buying things, you know, buying things that are a good deal, buying things that are on sale, buying things from thrift stores, only buying things that are, you know, secondhand, good deals, right? One of a kind. Or it could be saying yes to things that are free through a buy nothing group or donations or people giving it to you, whatever it might be. Too much stuff is coming into your house. And this is what I call it. I call it the constipated house syndrome where stuff is always coming in, but never really leaving. Okay. So if this is you and you can't, and, and this is the cycle that you're in and you're frustrated, you don't have to stay in this place. You just have to figure out why you're in this cycle. And there are some common reasons why. So there are a lot of different reasons that people might be stuck in this reaccumulation process or this fast moving revolving door of clutter. And we're going to cover some of them. Okay. So just listen to them. It's a quick rundown of the list. Think about which one or which ones apply to you. So your accumulation of way too much clutter or buying things that you don't need actually comes from a lack of decluttering. You have not yet experienced a life or a home with less. And so it's unfamiliar to you. You don't know what it's like to live without clutter. You don't know yet what it's like to have less. And so you are maybe a little bit resistant or afraid to do something different and try something new. And you're a little bit nervous because it's hard to know if you'll have enough, you know, how much you'll have. And so you can get rid of things sometimes, but you keep buying or saying yes to free things or reaccumulating things because what if you need it? Or I'm going to keep this just in case I need it, right? So you might be just accumulating things to a degree where it's just becoming clutter and it's not manageable for you. And you don't actually have what you need when you need it because you can't find it or it gets ruined because you have not yet fully decluttered right? You haven't let yourself experience and try something totally different, which is a simplified home and living with less. So that could be one reason that you keep accumulating things, right? That you don't actually need because you're, it's unfamiliar. You're kind of afraid. You're worried. You're nervous. It's different. It's new. It's unmarked territory, right? Or it could be that you declutter and you want to get yourself right back to that place of comfort and familiarity. And so you reaccumulate clutter. So some of these things are, are a little, you know, a little bit deeper than others, right? We'll cover some simpler ones too, but it could be an emotional attachment, right? You want to give your kids, you know, a certain kind of life. You want to give them a certain kind of thing. You want to get them these kind of stuff. And this is totally a societal thing or pressure that you, you get from, social media or people in your life or from your family or wanting to do the opposite of what you had. And so you end up buying a lot of things that are trendy or 
promise to give you a benefit. Like these things are, these toys are going to make your kids so smart, or this is the thing that's going to make your life so much easier. Get this onion chopper. You will never make onions chopped this well without this onion chopper. My husband and I laugh about this all the time. Cause every time we go to the grocery store, he's like, we should get that. And I'm like, we will never get that onion dicer. If you have an onion dicer, it's all good. Enjoy it. But I'm like, I'm not getting it right. They're not going to convince me that I, I can't cut this with a knife. <laughs> so maybe I'm stubborn. I don't know, but it could be impulse buying, right? It could be you just compulsively buying things, right? Which generally have some underlying reason for why you are impulsively buying things. It's a dopamine hit. It's a subconscious way to protect yourself and make sure you have what you need. It's the thrill of a deal. It's doing what you've always done. It's doing what was modeled to you growing up. So this is one reason that you reaccumulate things, right? You declutter things and you can let things go, but you have this impulsive buying or this impulsive, you know, behavior of saying yes to things for free or things that people give to you. Okay, here's another one. A little less, a little less intense, a little less deep in the mind, but you just simply overestimate your storage space. You overestimate what you can adequately adequately fit into the physical space of your home. So you declutter stuff and you have some free space, you have some open space, and you're like, I should use this open space. And then you immediately fill it back up, probably with too much stuff because most people have more stuff than can adequately fit into this, the physical space of their home, which goes back to number one. You've just never really fully decluttered enough to know what that looks like. So you declutter stuff, you have some open space and you overestimate the amount of stuff that can actually fit in your home and actually be realistic for you to manage on an everyday basis. Okay. Now here's another, another very simple, less deep in the mind (laughs) reason that we declutter and reaccumulate or just reaccumulate clutter, like accumulate clutter, right? So changes in your lifestyle, right? As moms, we understand this so well. It could be moving. It could be having more kids, downsizing your home, upsizing your home, right? Our lives and our needs are always changing. The sizes of our clothes, the sizes of our kids' clothes, the dietary needs, our personal styles and preferences, our skills and abilities for our kids. So their toys and their crafts and all of these things are always changing and they often require us getting stuff to meet those. And so we accumulate all of these things, especially if we have multiple children and then we never actually let them go. That's okay if you've done that. And it's not an automatic default response that you have to be in, okay? You do not have to live that way. I am proof of it because we have five kids and we have a revolving door that goes pretty quickly just because We have five kids, but it is manageable and more kids does not automatically mean you're going to have more stuff forever. What I found is that the more kids I have, the less I can actually manage because my time and my energy is more focused on managing the people. So this moves into the next reason that we accumulate or reaccumulate our clutter. And that is lack of discernment, which can be difficult when like, like I said, I have five kids, like the discernment can be difficult. What do we need? When do we need it? How much do we need? What do I need to get next? But it might come down to not being able to discern between items that are truly valuable and or useful for your family right now and ones that are not. And this can be for a lot of different reasons. It could be because you're overwhelmed, you're overstimulated. It could be because you're just 
you, you have a brain that struggles to make decisions. It's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. And so if you struggle with lack of discernment, you need to get help in your decision support, whether it's from somebody like myself or a group or a friend or family members to help you be discerning about like, do I actually need this or not? Um, because we all have different gifts in the world, right? One of my gifts is being able to help tell people, no, you don't need that right now. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to do that right now. But anyway, that's what this podcast is about. That's what my mini courses and everything is about. So another reason that you might be accumulating or reaccumulating your clutter, even if you've decluttered it, is because we have busy lives, right? We are busy. We buy things and we we don't have the time or the attention to pay attention to where it's going to our house, how much we already have, does it fit? How are we going to manage it? But we're also told that the some things will make our lives easier, right? Or they'll make our lives more enjoyable. So we do things, just some random examples. Don't come for me if you like these, these items. It's okay if you do. But for example, a wipes warmer. Yes, it's nice to have warm wipes, but is it essential? Not Always. Some people would argue yes, right? Some people would argue yes. Um, but those little gadgets and things, they accumulate, right? And we're told, just get this. It will make your life easier. Just get this. It'll make this faster. Just get this. It'll make it more enjoyable for you. And that's not always true because more is not always more. More is often, I mean, it might be, might be more, but more is often more mess, more frustration, more stress, more burden, more money, right? More for me to manage, more for me to keep up on. And that's not the goal, right? So we have busy lives and it's hard to pay attention to these things and it's hard to get clarity on what we need and be discerning, but it is possible. And the final reason is just mindless consumption, right? This is kind of a blanket term, but we live in a consumer driven society. It's easy to accumulate items without much thought or even much effort and without considering the long-term impact on things like our, our home, our physical space, our mental and emotional well-being, our finances, our financial health. Like we live in a society that that thrives off of that mindless consumption. And again, there's there's nothing wrong with you for dealing with that or being a part of it. It's just something to be aware of and know that you can overcome it. You can change it. You can fix it. You can make it different for yourself. So if any of these ring true for you, if you're like, I think this might be me, I think I have a problem with accumulating too much clutter overall, but also reaccumulating, right? Like decluttering and then getting it back just as quickly, if not faster than I let it go. If that's you, check the description of this because I have a teeny tiny mini course called How to Stop Recluttering. I cover these, um, you know, basically this these things here that we covered in this episode, but then I help you identify why you specifically reclutter and how to get out of that habit and I help you reset your consumption habits, which is one of the biggest things when it comes to reaccumulating your clutter is resetting your consumption habits. So if you are interested in getting support on how to stop reaccumulating your clutter, getting to the root of why you declutter or reclutter, and then resetting your consumption so that you can declutter and keep it that way and slow down your revolving door of clutter, like I said, go to, I think it's motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash reclutter. Or you can just check in the description of this episode and get it there. So this episode got a little longer than I had hoped. I wanted it to be super short and sweet, but I hope that it was helpful for you. I hope it gives you something to think about and something to help you get out of your 
reaccumulation process. And if you did find it helpful, I would love it if you shared it with a friend or if you shared it on social media. I love it when you tag me in stories and I will talk to you soon. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.